I have future wager at 50 to 1. You do. I got another 25 to win. get the first leg where I, I just walk home. I'm just straight out the door. I'm gone. Hello listeners and welcome to another big episode of the Two Units podcast. Bumper weekend of racing coming up as a few fast ones return to the track in the Black Caviar Lightning Stakes Day at Flemington. We got specs across five states to look at today. We got the Sultan Supper, Pack Your Nags, and we round out the show with our two units, our best bets from around Australia. My name's Nick Foote. Joining me is the Sultan of Self Employment. Saltsy, welcome along to the show, mate. I've always run my own show, mate. I've always been self-employed. I'm a subcontractor, but yes, you're right. I, I did split from the race club, so all my Sydney stuff gonna be on Twitter this week, but you know, it's like I'd, I'd mentioned on my on my Twitter. Super grateful for my time there. Three years has, has gone very, very quickly, and you know, I'm a different punter now to what I was then, and I owe a lot of that to my time there. So, but on to other things, mate. So, so we'll see. Watch this space. Thought I might have got a scoop off you there because there was some like I buy into the rumor mill, and there was. Sales rep for uh, Durex or Ansel. That was that was one that I saw on Twitter that was going around. <laughs> so, um, oh, oh, yeah. look, I'd I'd elaborate on that, but we have got to keep our clean rating, mate. So I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that, mate. What about the Lightning this week? Absolute corker of a race. And do you know what I think the Lightning might be? Was hmm. it our first or second episode? Because I'd I'd basically declared. Bivouac is the best sprinter on, in the entire world. He never won another race. First <laughs> up in the, the Lightning, he couldn't keep up. <laughs> was it the Lightning or was that the Newey? I can't remember. No, it was, it was the Lightning. Mileage it was a thousand, thousand metres. Yeah, okay. Or was it all, well, all-star mileage time? Yeah, I think yeah. it was around then. But anyway, but, I got that wrong. But, mate, let's move on to, some, to some, uh, some big news in the two units space, and that is, footy, it's your birthday tomorrow, mate. Right. It is 26, 26 tomorrow, Salts. Yeah, uh, you don't young. look a day older, mate. <laughs> i tell you what I am looking forward to, though, Salts, for my birthday, is you are taking me shopping tomorrow because um, a little bit of a spoiler alert, the English uh, digital catalogue comes online tomorrow and uh, footy and Salts and, and another third unit that might have featured recently are going shopping. So watch this space, listeners. Yep, yep, we're going to have a look and... See if we can get a tried horse. Hopefully, you know, after this weekend, hopefully Nature Strip goes up on there for twelve grand. We'll snap him up and. (laughs) 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 Yeah, how good! Run him around at Narendra. Yeah, Yeah, I like it. Anyway, mate, I'm hungry, so let's get into the supper. Me too. This fresh, delicious, tasty, meaty turkey-filled cold cut. Combo. I eat three every day to help keep me strong. Mate, I didn't even click that that was the like the segue into the supper. I'm actually <laughs> hungry. It's six eighteen. <laughs> I usually have had my dinner by now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're awfully happy for a hangry salts because I've seen you hungry and you're not. Yeah, I had company. some of those veggie turmeric and cheese chips before the show oh, started. There, they're so moorish. <laughs> so good. Anyway, mate, I'm going to start off the salt and supper this week and. 
I'm going to bring something along, mm. not necessarily the person because I, I don't get in, involved in politics and, and we're not going to make our show about politics. To be honest, I think they're all gypsies, so I don't want to have a supper with any of them. But I'm going to bring along ScoMo's ukulele. I just want, I just want the ukulele there at the supper. So the whole country saw 60 minutes Sunday night, and ScoMo played the was it Hotel California? April Sun in Cuba, I think. It oh, was, April yeah. Sun in Cuba. Sorry, yeah. yeah. And he said, "Yeah, he said, uh, here we go. Everyone knows the words, and then he forgot the words, but he strummed along to his ukulele, but." You know, the best part about it was you see all those videos that are dubbed over of, of different songs oh, with him playing. Best. Oh, mate. So I saw one the other day, he played a song and then it ended with a, a very uh, rude word at the end and geez, it yeah. nailed me. Oh. So yeah. I'm bringing ScoMo's ukulele on, along to the supper because we don't have to feed it and we've never had any entertainment at the supper. So it's about time that's we do. I'm actually, that's a great invite. I'm actually picturing him trying to like, play Hotel California now. Like it's one of the trickiest <laughs> tracks to just yeah. like click along to. I reckon he was a real it. it was a real sort of two chord. I strummer. think like I said, I don't we're not going to talk much about politics, but there was a moment the moment Bill Shorten lost the election was when he ran along <laughs> along the harbour bridge wearing wearing what are those things you wear? Flippers. Oh mate. <laughs> it was unbelievable. He, he has one of the most repulsive running gates I've ever oh, witnessed. Though, it's so inefficient. <laughs> Well, I think the, yeah. this could the ukulele could be a short and flippers moment here, but anyway, mate, you take over. Well, I'm inviting the Oracle along this week, Salty, and we love him. He's in our intro, and that's um that's Terry Bailey, TB, and mm. he called a race, and I'm sure people have seen this stony creature in the week, and he called what happened before it had even happened, and if you missed it, listeners, wrap your ears around this. Felix, the last one to move in. They're off, and they've jumped away in a pretty good line. Tycoon Felix came out of the gate fairly well, and he's going to go forward. And we'll just, in fact, then <laughs> well, they jumped on my television, but they haven't jumped at all, so I don't know what happened there. Okay, so I don't know what feed I was getting there, but they seemed to open the gates and jump away, and nothing happened. <laughs> Absolute clairvoyant. Oh, I love that. He's, yeah. he's called that. Bef- the the horses are just sat there in the barriers. They haven't even moved. And yeah. he's, he's he's called one leading by about eight lengths out of the barriers. I'm pretty <laughs> sure Tycoon Felix was out the back. I hadn't been loaded yet. <laughs> That's outrageous. Maybe you thought they were running the other way. Yeah. You thought it was like, like, like Magic Millions a, race. Yeah. <laughs> I like he had a laugh. What do you do, laugh? He, yeah. Maybe it was behind a, like at a start point where you can't see much and then they showed a replay of, of like a last start or something on the screen. But either way, it was bloody funny, wasn't it? Well, he's coming along and, and we don't have to tell him what we're having for dinner or supper because he already knows. <laughs> So come along, TV. Um, next <laughs> next invite. That. Yeah, I was watching your face. Was blanking. <laughs> hey, um, probably not an invite. He got he got an invite in career win number eighteen. But flow me to watch. He's up to nineteen now. Salts from ninety five million starts, Chloe. <laughs> so um, flow me to watch. I think it's important. We just uh, we just let the listeners know that he's now at career win nineteen. I know. You know, he's twelve. You know, by midway or August this year, he's actually going to have to retire. But he just lives yeah. for racing, which, you know, that's a bit of an outlier where, you know, they're, they're happy and sound. Yeah, not uh, it's not my area to, to comment on, but he seems to be loving it. So, 
Mm, yeah, absolutely. Career win 19. When I'm flowy, mate, I'm going to bring someone along here that's actually wants to feed badly. And, and, and that sort of led to him stepping away from, from being a jockey. And that's Bailey North Durft. <laughs> is, is that it? Well, I think it's I think it's Nordif, but we'll go with North Durft. <laughs> yeah, Bailey North Durft. Mate, he was the best jockey in Queensland at one stage and he had the best statistics and he was out riding all the seniors while he had a claim, but he had some time away from the sport, had COVID and a few other health issues, put on some weight and just decided that his his battle with the weight was just far too difficult and he's going to give riding away for at least 12 months and, and get involved more in in the, the training side of things and, and learning more around that. So if he never comes back to racing, you know, he's a very good talent. Um, mm. You know, he's always welcome to come to the table for a feed and all the best with whatever you do after this, Mark. That's great. That'll be a fun supper, Salts. We got ukes and oracles and... Yeah. I'll play the ukulele. You know I can strum. Yeah, I know. You're a, you're a, you can bash five solid chords from yeah. what I've, what I've you seen. You know, once I actually played until my fingers bled. It was in, it was in the summer of 69, so. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> All right, let's move on. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say. I see no finger paintings you bring home and they suck. I'll come. All right, it's time now for Pack Your Nags, where Salts and I, if we're not happy with something from the week gone by, racing or otherwise, we uh, send it packing. And Salts, I've got something that I want to address this week in the Pack Your Nags segment, and that is self-serve frozen yogurt venues. Now, <laughs> I know that's a little bit left field, but- I These think... were all the rage a few years <laughs> oh, ago. Oh, mate, I know. And I had date night the other night, and- uh, Wife, you know, I went to a place that she she absolutely has been, you know, loving, wanting to go to and took her there. And it's sort of the healthy alternative to ice cream. But come on, just have a Magnum, mate. Like if you're craving it, just have it. But um, we went in there <laughs> and these things stitch you because you roll in and I reckon there's lead in the bottom of these containers that you're filling up the frozen yogurt with because you get charged on weight. And by the time <laughs> you get through... You know, you put a bit of this yogurt, bit of that yogurt, then you work through the cacao nibs and <laughs> coconut flakes, and you work through. It. And they, yeah, they, they had, they had. It was effectively Milo as a side with a teaspoon, <laughs> but they were calling it organic cocoa dust. And I was like, it's Milo, mate. Come on. So we got through, and I think the entire vessel cost about. <laughs> 13 bucks or something salts and it's just expensive vessel absolutely saw us coming so self-serve frozen yogurt venues packing eggs you love the people that go there and you know i'm i'm being healthy you know i'm being very healthy i'm gonna get some uh frozen yogurt and then it's oh i'll just have put some snakes on there and some some (laughs) m&ms and some some oreos it's like some gummy bears (laughs) i I used to come home from a night out and i'd go through the macca's drive-thru always use the same joke every time i go yep large big mac meal please replace the beef with chicken um (laughs) 10 pack of nuggets barbecue sauce (laughs) a cheeseburger and coke zero thanks i'm actually watching my skinnies <laughs> Get, let me guess, you're running at what four percent back then, salts? Or yeah, four point two the next day after that, mate. But <laughs> mate, you know, I'm sending something packing that happened recently, and I'm a single man, so I can send this packing. People might sit back and go, "Well, maybe this is why you're a single man." 
I'd say it's because of, you know, some some high standards, but Valentine's Day. Mm. I it's 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 for the corporate giants, mate. It's for the big wigs. I don't believe yep. in it. Uh I've got some mates and I'll ask you about it. I've got some mates that just don't have it and the girlfriends don't have it. I saw this funny video the other day of this elderly couple went in to the supermarket. They both got a card, swapped it to each other. They read it, swapped it back, and then they just put it back on the shelf and that was their Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's good gear. <laughs> That's all right, that. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you're married. What what do you do with Valentine's Day? Well, the, I guess the brilliance and the best thing about being married to me, Salts, is it's Valentine's Day every day because um, <laughs> <laughs> God, him while he's drinking. He's got um, me there. Yeah. Um, oh, you don't get foot and over coined that for nothing. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, Kentucky no, look, mate, I, I actually despise it in, in as far as to say, like, I'll wait two weeks and do something nice just to prove a point because as you mentioned before the the corporate giants can compact the nags yeah there's nothing better than proving a point good work yeah 13 minutes and we've barely discussed horse racing brilliant that's what this show's all about i think all we've discussed is we're buying nature strip on the english sales (laughs) for 12 grand (laughs) (laughs) all right but hey good good start to the show let's have a break and then come back with salt specs on the other side Top Sport is bringing you something that's better than the best and better than the rest. It's best of the best multis. Your top odds are guaranteed. Just place a best of the best multi across any Saturday Metro meeting to score yourself the top fluck or top dividend from the three national totes on each leg. How's that for top dollar? Download the app today and bet your way. Visit topsport.com.au. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Best of the best not available WA races. Gamble responsibly. Welcome back, listeners. It's time now for Salt Specs. And as always, this part of the show is proudly brought to you by our great friends at Top Sport. Saltsy, I can't help but uh, notice there's a, there's a different energy and a different background with your surroundings there today. Are you, you not at, you not at home, mate? Nah, I'm up, at, I'm up at Mount Beauty in the northeast and you've been up here with me before. You know, I love mm. it up here and went by the river today for a swim and yeah, there's there's good energy up here, mate. It makes me feel good. Love coming up here. Yeah, it's a real sort of happy place. Is I, I, th- I think I can see out your back window. I think I can see the little leprechaun riding his bike with grandma and beers and <laughs> the cowboy happy hat there. The- yeah. <laughs> uh, good happy Gilmore gear. That um, yeah. <laughs> let's move on. Specs five states today, mate. Flemington, great meet, great meet at HQ. Can- competitive card rose hill morfittville we're going to look at a couple of uh smash and grabs at the sunshine coast and ascot as well but we're going to kick things off at hq mate what can we expect there on saturday yeah hq saturday it's going to be a good four or three should play fair enough the rail's true i'm not sure if they'll water race day and that's been happening of late and it it is becoming a bit of an issue because we're sort of not finding out if it's happening, we're not finding out if they're going to do it in the lead up. If they do, then it then it may actually prove hard to lead the circle races. So watch this space, but I think it should be fair enough. Are you going full moody there with that sort of stuff? Oh, so. I'm not bagging it. I'm just saying it'd be really nice to know. Yeah. Just trying to get a headline out of you, mate. Nah. That was good though. Like even yeah. though people might disagree with him, I'd still like when people fire up and speak their mind absolutely hey let's kick things off in race one saltsy benchmark 84 over the 2000 and you like something with a bit of value early in the card 
I do Guizo or Gizo, however you want to bloody say it. Ruffy here for half a unit. Look, it's been a fair while between drinks. He's been through a few stables, but he's with Aaron Purcell now, and he's racing uh, really well of late. He was actually back to back and closed well against the pattern at Mooney Valley. And then last start at Caulfield, he jogged around on the bridle till the 200. He was held up badly. And then he picked up really well and he ran a high rating last 200 split on that day. And he's he's way down in class here. He's from 100, benchmark 100 back to an 84. So he goes up in weight for it. But yeah, I do think he's going well. And I, I think the way he's racing, I think he's going to appreciate 2,000 metres. He doesn't have any wins at Flemington, but... We get the price to play and we get Linda Meach on top who's got three wins from him on top of him from 10 starts, which is if I do some fast math here, mate, I'm no math magician, but that's a 30% strike rate. So yeah, nice. I think he can run well at a price. Yeah, so you got him at 15 bucks. Salts question without notice here too. Crystal Pegasus is the favourite there at 370. Yep. J-Mac comes down to ride for Waller. Looks to have some pretty solid form coming out of Sydney. What you got a knock on on him, or is it just at the price? Not particularly. This this actually this race actually doesn't have that much speed, so I'm hoping Gizo can can actually posse up with Linda Mitchell and not get too far back. Crystal Pegasus brings the best last start rating into the race. One thing we've got to take note of though is he was rails in run right mm. up until about the 300 on that hot rail at Rose Hill. He can win. McDonald on. Um, but I, I saw the value in Gizo. All right, that's Guizo 15. I've, I've called it 15 one. different names. Yeah, I don't know, and it is Guizo. And yeah, okay. Th- those colours, per se, will give me PTSD after owning Rome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm familiar. Uh, all right, let's head to race three, Salts, which is a benchmark 78 for the Phillies and Mares over the mile, and I have a little play here, and uh, I'm – Siding with the Danny O'Brien runner, American Angel. She's an absolute ripper and flying this prep too. Looks to have gone to another level. Now, absolutely no knock on the lightly raised favorite, Yonts. Um, may well end up being the best horse here. But I think American Angel looks to get a really soft uh, soft run from Barrier 3. Jamie Carr with the steer. The fave's going to have it all to do from the wide draw. So I think American Angel around that $485 quote, I think I last saw her. I think it's a good good bet, Salty. I reckon the money might really come for that Yonts late. So um, maybe, you know, maybe hold off a little best, best of the best. Of the best, mate. Great Yeah, feature. I think so. Yes, um, I think so. Yeah, that, that ran a massive last 600 last start on off a slow tempo, American yeah, Angel. If, if it can, yeah, if it can... Mm. You know, produce a, a decent last 600 off a fast one, it'll be hard to beat, eh? Yes. Race five salts, we're going to flick on to now, which is the it's the group three, the vanity for the three year old Phillies over the 1400. And you and I are both going shopping here and trying to find a little bit of, well, value is pretty easy to find because it's a pretty open field, mate. Yeah, it's really open. And there's one I'm siding with here, Ancient Girl, just for half a unit and comes through a weaker race, but. She resumed over 1,200 metres off a really nice trial and won well. She had the run there, but the wind was super soft on the line. If you look through the line, she was starting to run away through the line. And I mentioned circle races might be difficult to lead if they do water that track. But if you look at this particular race, it is completely devoid of tempo. And I think the option's there to lead. And 
if she can lead and, and sprint hard from the top, then she might prove hard to get past. And she did flop second up last prep, but had a tough run and just looks back in super order this time in, much, much more furnished. So, yeah, if uh, it's Jai McNeil, I believe. John, yeah, if Jai McNeil, yeah, and, you yeah. know, he's riding very well, of course. If, yeah, if he can get the top and control, I think she might take some running down. Yeah, nice. And that's Ancient Girl, $15, half a unit play there for Salts in race five. Mm. I'm also betting in this race, Salts, and I like the uh, one at the top of the market here. I like uh, Cardigan Queen, the the one at, at seven bucks, and absolutely loved her win first up on the lakeside. She got back and then produced a really nice sustained run to finish over the top of Throntari, who's run well at the Valley in Caulfield, also lobs here a bit longer in the market. I think she's going to take a bit from that run and open betting race can certainly play around that $7 mark. So I'm going to bet Cardigan Queen, Salt's betting Ancient Girl, half a unit, 15 bucks in race five there at HQ. Lovely. Hey, before we go on, have did you have a look at the CS Hayes? Race yeah, six? I did. And yeah. I, and I, what did you reckon? I, I, I dipped my toe and then I wasn't I, – I really liked the toppy. I really liked Captivant. Yeah. Um, and I still might make captive on a bet. Um, and I'll, I'll post that on, um, on my MySpace wall, uh, listeners. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Tom, I think is my number one friend. So he was, he's the only one who'll see that, but um, yeah, I might, I might bet captive on, on the day, but I wasn't cocksure enough to, to put it in the yeah, potty. Nice. So it's, yeah, I'm not going to have it. a bet, but it's a bloody good race. Like pinch yeah. drive to who I was with first up, good win. Even a leg use the yeah. yeah, I was going to say forgot you is the interesting one because had like buddy that last two hundred um, against Animo in the group one and then had an actual sharp trial in between went on to run in a what did he run in the derby or something yeah and then had yes. a sharp trial just before now so I'll be interested it's a watch race for me I think we'll yeah. learn a bit yeah I'm yeah. keen to watch Allegron who I think. The, the hype horse was Hitotsu out of that derby, but Allegron did it bloody three wide on a fast speed. Oh, that's right. I remember yeah. you um throwing a TV across the uh, yeah. <laughs> across the room after that. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Good chat. Um, uh, we're going to come back actually in a later segment for Flemington. We've got a couple more plays there, so it's spoiler alert. But we're going to go to Rose Hill now. And uh, what can we expect in Sydney on the weekend? Well, the rail is true, and as of Thursday, Arvo, the tracks are soft five, but again, there's rain predicted Friday and Saturday on race day, so how much of that hits will obviously play a huge part, and I'm just not confident at all to predict a pattern here as, you know, we're not particularly sure of the the conditions, and, and the history lately with the rail true is actually quite mixed, so I'm just having two plays here for now, and, and we'll see what happens um, on race day, if anything else pops up. Yeah, and obviously our, all listeners will be able to get those on Twitter now as the day goes on, which uh, which is nice, Salty. Um, you're going to kick things off in race five, which is a benchmark 78 for the three- and four-year-olds, over 1,100. Little two-bet play for listeners. Yes, I particularly like Marzu and Abel Willie. I'm keen to bet around Nasturtium. At the price now, you can only win, but this is... What does it mean? No, no idea. Oh, 
Okay. Just like just like something that's just a <laughs> yeah. complete and utter mouthful and just ruins everyone. Yeah. Like three bucks thirty, it's coming off a Canterbury, a Hawkesbury win, a Gosford win, a Canterbury win. Like you can only win, but this is levels above. Mazu, he's a good horse. The, you look at the form around him from from last prep, and it's it's proper. He looks really suited, fresh at eleven hundred meters. He went to the paddock beating Abel Willie, who did race back and keen that day, so had excuses. But it was a lovely win, and his lead up trial was an absolute beauty. Despite sweating up, it, it was really nice, and he resumes gelded here, so I think he just gets the one one, and he'll run well. So he's the better result. The other one, I'm just petrified of Abel Willie. He stays at 1,100. And even though Rose Hill is is tight turning and, and often favours on paces, he's coming through a run at Canterbury. So getting to a bigger track is going to suit him. And if you look at his return at Canterbury, it was super. He rattled home the fastest last six, four, 200 of the night. And he was held up at a key stage behind an all-the-way winner on a night that was, was lead or lose, essentially. Mm. Basically everything that led one. So I think he's got a powerful finish. I think he's got bigger races ahead. I think they both do. Yeah, cool. And you got looking at what five bucks for Mazu and three dollars twenty for Abel Willie yeah. there, and you're oh. having point eight five of a unit on both of those. Yes. Yep. And just as a side note, so Nasturtium is actually this is a species of perennial herbaceous flowering plants, just for our Don oh. Burks at home. Well, we shouldn't mention Don Burke because it's the only time we've had to actually edit something out of the show. So we'll keep moving. Yeah, we absolutely <laughs> will keep moving. Um, we've got the listed Nathan Hindmarsh Cup over 1,900 metres. <laughs> oh, it's race, race seven. It's the Parramatta Cup. And uh, <laughs> you like something there. Oh, I didn't know you were up with the rugby league vernacular, mate. I know Hindy, mate. Oh, you got to know Hindy. He's the people's <laughs> champ. But I'm tapping out there. That's about as far as it goes. Yeah. Um, Sydney siders. I'm an I'm AFL through and through. <laughs> yeah. Now, I really like Mighty Bill here. I actually spec'd him fresh up and he was given no hope. In a race won by Frosty Rocks, they went extremely slow, and he absolutely rattled home there. And second up today to nineteen hundred meters and drawn barrier four, I'd certainly, you know, he's not going to be in the first four, but I'd, I'd expect him maybe three pairs back. Certainly much closer. And like I mentioned in the show previous to that first up run, his trial prior was magnificent. They they don't trial much better, so he's a good horse. He's got a very good record and. Yeah, I think he's a rightful favourite and can win the race. Yeah, and you're looking at Mighty Bill, $4.40 there on top sport for Salty selection in race seven, the listed Parramatta Cup. Mate, I'm going to round out the specs at, at Rose Hill, which I don't travel too often to Sydney, but I've, I can't ignore this one. It's in race 10. It's a benchmark 78 over the 1400, and it's Dajran. Are we happy with that pronunciation, Salts? Yeah, you're asking the wrong bloke, mate, but I yeah, reckon that's I pretty good. Thanks, mate. And that's Dajran. The Waterhouse bot import comes here off a nice win first up in Oz. And she's got crunched in the betting um, in that race and, and got into about a dollar sixty, I think, and ran accordingly. Mm-hmm. So barrier one here for Tim Clark in a race with minimal speed. It's just going to allow him to dictate, I'd imagine, if not, if anything wants to go, he'll just park in the box seat like last start. 
I think he goes on to win better races than this and, and three bucks I'm I'm getting on now. I think it's good shopping salts. That's Dajran in race 10 in Sydney at Rose Hill. Yeah, lovely. I, I was on him that day. Um, yeah, I remember. Yeah. He, he, tried, he tried brilliantly. And in the last half hour of betting, of, of official betting, it, it, it was $240 and $1.70. Like, that's a massive move and good win. And he's one I'm keeping an eye on for the track yeah. just to see what's going on. Yep. Good horse. Hey, let's let's head to Morpherville now. I think we're on the Parks track this we week. We are, yep, yep. Yeah, so what what can we expect in terms of bias and track condition salts? Yeah, on-pace runners will be advantaged. It'll be a good track. The rail's three metres. Yep. Uh, race two, mate, you're gonna, you've are gonna you got a tip for us to start us off there. Uh, it's a three-year-old race, uh, benchmark 66 over the 1,300. Yeah, there's a horse going around here for... What, what, two, two, yes, Race two, for mate, yep. Leon and Troy Corson. So it's it's crossing the border and it was excellent at Geelong when returning. It was wide, on speed, no cover, on a very fast tempo and only got swooped on really late, really good run. And then second up, it was midfield without any cover in a slowly run race and just had mm. too much to do but did rattle home. The gate is sticky again and... and I'm only going to have 0.65 units on this, even though it's five bucks. Just be like, I think the horse is flying and ready to win. But um, Chloe has a party. Her, she's only got one winner in her last 50. And I was about to ask who yeah. she was, mate. Well, no, well, she was all over these jobs. She was yeah. a really good claim in in Western Australia, and she moved over to Victoria. Ah, uh, so yep. she's obviously been doing some work with at Flemington with the Corsons, but. Just out of form, but I just think the horse is flying. I want to have something on him. If he can get across and park outside the leader, I think he's going to be really tough. Okay, so that's 0.65 of a unit at $5 on top sport for predetermined in race two. Yep. Hey, race four is a benchmark 68, 2250 meters, and you're pretty keen on one here. Yeah, I'm keen on Lutz. That's L U T Z for one unit. And it's seven bucks. So he backs up from last week when he, he was absolutely Usain Bolton, mate. Absolutely Bolton. Nowhere to go. Got out way too late. And, and I'm a bit surprised he's come up this price. He, he's got figures at this strip in the past that can win. He's got a sweet map in a race that doesn't really have much tempo. Mm. Like I mentioned, he, he's on the backup. Wasn't a particularly tough run, but it was over a trip. Yeah, I just think he looks a good bet. Oath of O'Murder was on a on a three day backup for its last win, so here off two weeks again. Good horse, but quite short. The other one that I think is quite short is Double Delight. Out of a fifty eight at Werribee, couldn't get it done. Yeah, I I, I think it looks a good bet here. All right, that's uh, Lutz one unit at seven bucks in race four. Uh, I'm going to take over for race seven, which is a benchmark 60 over the 12.50. And I like Fields of Ivy here. So for Tony and Calvin, uh, loves it fresh, this horse. Has had two lead-up trials, Morfittville and Gawler, in preparation for this campaign. And I reckon we'll be looking for a quick kill here, Salts, against a bunch of usual Adelaide suspects that have... Probably been in work since I reckon we graduated high school. So um, <laughs> the Adelaide way, of course. So I'm uh, 
yeah, it gets in well with the Lloyd claim as well, three kilos. And, and I think, um, yeah, onwards and upwards for this horse. And that's Fields of Ivy at $3.50 in race seven. Lovely. Uh, where are we going? Race nine. So it's going to round out yep. the card. It's a benchmark 60 over the 1,400. Take it away. Frankel Star, this is a horse I backed a few back and it just got nailed on the line over 1,400. And and of late, it's been racing over sort of 1,550, 1,600 metres. I just think it's a 1,400-metre horse. I think that's where it's most suited and comes back to 1,400-metre today. Back in grade, Oppo takes over. Blinkers go on and drawn barrier one. Oh, they'll be sending him, I would have thought, and, and quite suited on this Parks track. So for 0.75 of a unit, I think Frankel Star is worth a bet in the last. Yeah, that's six bucks at Top Sport. Hey, is this Troppo's first Saturday back after the hand injury? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, the Troppolator. Look okay. <laughs> That's a new one. Oppo, Oppo, let's get Troppo <laughs> in race nine. Um, well, that rounds out the specs at... Morville, and I've just got a couple of quick smash and grab salts at this. You know, I like to do this, just whack them in at the end of the spec segments and uh, go to Sunshine Coast and Ascot. Uh, first one I'm going to kick off at is Race 7, the Sunny Coast. It's a three year old handicap over the thousand. Horse here called Buying Time. Uh, I haven't checked the odds, salts. So you might want to do my role here and do that. Oh, I think yeah. it was four, it was 4.20 ish. $4.20 last time I checked, but buying time is the horse. And straight out of the black book, this one um, from yeah, the O'Day and Hoisted team. Yeah, looks to have some ability. So unbeaten in two career starts, both at this track and trip. One nicely last start in a 65 and maps for pretty much the exact same run here again. And I think most upside in the race. So buying time at 420, Sunshine Coast. And then we're... Heading to Ascot and mate, can I just been... jump in on you there with that buying yeah. time? That that stable, O'Day and Hoisted. I'm not mm. really following Queensland racing much of late, but I've just I've seen a few tweets about it. They they're going at forty percent. They've had twenty winners from their last fifty runners. Flat that's... stake, flat stake ROI is fifty six point one percent in the profit. That's, outrageous. that's That's about as that's about as good as a stable goes anywhere. Yep. So I love that. Yeah, Great back then with confidence. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, eight units, guys. Um, eight <laughs> units. <laughs> um, oh, hey, Ascot. I'm going there as well. So it's race two. It's a three-year-old handicap over the thousand, and I really like this horse who's um, dropping back in grade, and that's Spin the Knife, who's come up at two dollars seventy. Um, suitable trip here. So far easier race than last start, which. I think it was one of those sort of Magic Millions type race. It was a Magic Millions race at Pinjara. Inform claimer in Holly Watson on. So after the after the three kilo claim gets in at 60 and a half, drawn the paint. I think it's just a catch me if you can job. Holly rates him a treat over there. So I'm really keen on spin the knife in, a, in the second race at Ascot. Mate, what's the go with you having a tip at Ascot that's not at like 12 p.m.? <laughs> Yeah, I'm getting to bed too late and I'm like, and they've all been horrible. So I'm, I don't like going to bed angry at like 10 o'clock. They're the worst. That's like you, Thursday tonight, I got, I got one in the last at Pakenham. Mm. If it gets rolled, like, oh, I'll go sleep in the river. <laughs> it, it will turn from your happy place into when like shooters getting with your nan. Yeah. 
<laughs> no longer be wearing a kiss mask. Yeah, the happy place <laughs> that comes a nightmare <laughs> down by the river at Mount Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, let's get into our two units now, our best bets for the weekend. And as always, I'll start us off, Salts, and I'm heading to HQ and I'm going in sort of that big game player approach because I'm going to the Black Caviar Lightning Stakes over a 1,000. And I'm siding with Nature Strip at 260. So best sprinter in the land for me, 34 career starts for 19 wins is a ridiculously good record for a horse that at one stage just could not be trusted. It's a mature jet now. Car knows how to cuddle him. He absolutely thrives on the Flemington straight. And to be honest, like I just can't see who beats him here. So Eduardo Fresh is a freak, but would rather see him go clockwise. Home Affairs obviously was huge in that Coolmore and smashed him, but like has to prove it with the big boys. You're not going to get Artorias and Bruckner here. Well, so, what happened when Home Affairs tried to keep up with Nature Strip in the yeah, Everest? it was six, six lengths. Yeah. yeah. So, and I think Mars Crusader, well, good horse, but it's going to be in North Melbourne at the 200 when it's really busy. So, mate, I, I just cannot... I cannot see, I'm just very confident on Nature Strip on the weekend. I, I can't see anyone turning tables over the 1,000 metres there, to be I've fair. I've always wanted to see Mars Crusader at Flemington. I've mm. always wanted to see that, but I can't. I'm staying out of the race. It's one of those ones where just as a as a racing fan, you just get the popcorn out, mate, and sit back and watch it. Yeah, you'd want to be quick at eating your popcorn. I'm a fast eater. They're, I'm absolute, they're absolutely <laughs> explosive. Yeah. No, yeah they're great. real fast. You, he's the best sprinter in the world, let alone Australia. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. Ratings, correct. Yeah. Um, yep. So that's mine. Flemington Race 7, Nature Strip 260. Saltsy, your two units, you're getting a little bit fancy here, mate. What's going on? Yeah, I'm going to have two bets in the last at Flemington. This is Race 9. Benchmark 84 over 1,200 metres. Look, there was nothing that – there's a little bit of value, I guess, you could say this weekend, a few roughies floating around. But I think one of these two will win the last. That's the garden and can't be done. I'll have 1.35 units on the garden and 0.4 units on can't be done. The garden was beaten fair square, fresh, by Melbourne Storm, who, who sat outside it. But the race rated – through the roof. His last six four two, despite being beaten by the winner, it, it was excellent. Get yeah. some weight relief here in a race that's not particularly that much harder. Twelve hundred is a massive yes. If this was around a bend, then you'd have more on. He just hasn't seen the straight before, but I think he's a bloody good horse, and that was a really good first up run to to bounce off and improve second up. So he's definitely, definitely the horse to beat if he handles the straight. He'll win. For can't be done. I thought. Well, the margin was very, very unfair, fresh over 1,100 metres at Caulfield and spent the entire race getting shuffled back and then hooked to the outside, ended up running the fastest last four and 200 metres of the day. So can settle closer today. No wins here, but but some good efforts, you know, good effort here behind Garner in a listed race. It's not a bad horse on its day. And I just think if the garden doesn't handle the straight, this is the one with a turn of foot that that can really power over the top. And I'm pretty keen one of these two win the race. Yeah, so Salt's two units will best play of the day. It's yep. 1.35 units the garden at $2.60 and 0.4 units on can't be done at $14. So either of those salute and you'll be a happy listener. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, mate, that rounds out the two units part of the show. I'm pretty excited for uh, pretty excited for this weekend in racing, and I'm actually going into. I'm actually heading to the Gold Coast for the weekend results, which is, I've probably timed that a bit poorly because it's you know Group One racing over the road. But oh well, we'll get the next one. Surely you'll just sit in front of the TV and give where yeah. you're going with nothing inside with the air conditioning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a trip! Might go to the might go to the surf club and have a. Four X salts or something. Hey? Yeah, lovely, love a mango. Yeah. yeah, what are you doing, mate? You're going to watch it from Mount Beauty on your phone? No, nah, mate. The TV works here. A treat, <laughs> mate. Racing.com, Channel Seven. Yeah. Legit recipe up here, mate. Some Papa recipe. <laughs> Papa GSM. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh well, uh, mate. Good to good to speak to you as always. Good to good to see the Sultan of self employment's going well. Listeners, thanks for tuning in again. Um, hope you have a great weekend on the Rex Hunt, and uh, yeah, we look forward to chatting to you next week. Have a good weekend.